Welcome to the Dollar Wise Podcast. At HFM, one of the most significant values we provide our clients is leveraging our experience helping hundreds successfully navigate through life's transitions. On this podcast, our advisor team explores some of the questions we get every day from our clients. We share some insights on financial topics, and we interview some fantastic professionals from our vast network. Our hope is that you leave with some food for thought and some good ideas to consider. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of the Dollar Wise Podcast. My name is Jason Gabrielli from HFM Investment Advisors. I'm a CFP here, and I am joined by my colleague, Catherine Allen Carlozo, another CFP here at HFM. Hi, Catherine. Hello, Jason. How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm glad to have somebody else in this room with me because I did a couple on my own, which was a nice adventure, but is a little strange talking to yourself. Glad to have somebody else in the room with me. And today's a special episode because we get to wear Santa hats. I think this is going to be our You look better in yours than episode. I do, I don't just know. so you know. I don't, I don't I know. know. We'll take a vote maybe, like Fred Claus here. So today we want to talk about something that we've been hearing from clients here and there and popular culture. And we figure, hey, it's a good opportunity end of the year to address it. It's a big topic. And it's something that has been going on now since ChatGPT, I would say, launched in what I think was November of 2022 or 2021. Everybody went crazy with AI. So today we're going to talk a little bit about AI stocks. Should I be investing in AI stocks? Artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence. And so one of the things we want to start with is what is AI stock? When people say, I want to invest in AI stocks, what the hell are they talking about? So we're going to kind of break it down in two ways. And the first is companies that have recently been created to embrace the AI world and to create AI products. And so I know there has been a ton of them. And I know you looked up some numbers, Catherine, so I want to lay it on us. How many in the U.S.? So how many companies are developing AI? And there's over 50% of companies plan to incorporate AI technologies in 2023. And that's all companies, right? Not just AI companies. Yeah. And then that is over 77% of companies are using or exploring the use of AI. So the top 10 countries that are in the AI startup companies, number one is, you can guess it. US of A. US of A. We have 4,643 startup companies in since 2013. So for the past 10 years. 249 billion private investment companies. So it goes all the way down, China, United Kingdom, Israel, Canada. It's amazing to me how global this is, but also the number of startups. The number of options. When you think about, should I invest in AI stocks? Well, there's thousands of options. And that's, I think, one of the things when you talk about, you know, should I invest in any kind of stocks? We heard about this stuff in the 2000s with the dot-com when the internet was coming of age. And then we heard about it most recently with cannabis companies. Should I invest in cannabis companies? And there are hundreds or thousands of options. And that's one of the challenges is when there are so many options and all these startups and they all have different ideas about what their product should be, you don't know who the winners are going to be. And picking a winner or randomly choosing a few might be something you want to reconsider for your investment strategy. It's fun to watch. It's fun to keep track of if it's something you're into, but it's very akin to gambling. And so you want to just keep it, if that's something you're interested in or something you want to try, keep it to a level of what are you comfortable losing? What would you be comfortable going to AC with? Because I know that we've looked up some good information on, uh, which I know you're going to share with us, about just the sheer magnitude of what's out there and what all these companies are doing and likelihood of them working out. So I mean, clue us in on that. Well, one of the things I thought was interesting is the sectors. 
A lot of people are wondering what sectors are going to be really utilizing. And this could be, maybe they look for a company that is going to be focusing on healthcare. But it's very interesting to me how much has gone into healthcare and data management processing, the iCloud, as we all know, fintech, financial data sets, and cybersecurity. I think that's going to be very important. And of course, retail. I am older and I still like having someone ring me out. Hey, I don't I want to go to the checkout. I'm not older and I like somebody ringing okay. me out. How about that? So there's definitely some young ones in older. here. So I'm like in the middle and I still like it. And I actually read an article where some of the companies are going back to mm. not having as many self-checkouts yeah. and bringing more people back. So I think that's interesting. But the volume, like you said, if people are thinking about who should I invest with, they're probably already invested in a lot of these companies that are involved in AI. Well, that's the thing that there's like we just talked about, there's thousands of AI startups that are trying to cut their teeth and build a product from scratch. And it's kind of a crapshoot to figure out which one of those is going to be a winner. It's basically gambling. If you're going to pick individual names and try to figure out which one's going to be the quote unquote winner. But what is important to understand, as you were just alluding to, I think was most investors are likely already investing in, in their funds, in their 401k, in their S&P 500 index fund. A lot of these established companies, names you know, are huge front runners in the AI space and are incorporating AI into their business model. I know there's a huge percentage of companies, one in five S&P 500 companies mentioned AI on one of their last earnings calls because they're all incorporating. They see the advantages of it. And a traditional AI stock and maybe one of those startup companies that's a random shot in the dark, that's not the only type of investing you can do in AI. The companies that you already know and love and are in your portfolios probably already are going to do a lot with AI as well. And some of the top ones I know you looked into, right? Yeah. One, the Vanguard S&P 500 ETF, so exchange traded fund. That is something where you can just pull a bunch of these AI companies together. So 110 companies in the S&P mentioned AI, like you said, on their latest earnings call. And the top 16% of the weighted exposure of the Vanguard S&P 500 ETF. So to put that are, in English real quick, that's about 16% of the total value of the S&P 500, which is the 500, companies, 500 largest right. companies in the US. And I would say for most people, a lot of your money is probably invested in these type of companies, even if you don't realize it, in the mutual funds you own. And there's 16% of them. So Microsoft, we all know Microsoft. Alphabet, which is Google, Amazon, NVIDIA, Tesla. And these are companies that are all heavily putting their stock into AI development. And NVIDIA, I know, is one that's already took a giant jump this year. They were one of the first to mention AI on their earnings call. It's important to recognize that there are definitely some parallels. I mentioned it before. There were companies back in the day in, in 2000 and the late 90s where they were just adding .com to their name and they weren't even internet companies just because they knew that their stock would get a bump because everybody wanted to own internet companies. And I feel like that's probably some of what we're seeing now. Everybody wants to mention AI because it's the buzzword. It's the hot thing. And speaking of buzzword, BuzzFeed was one of those hot stocks that their stock soared like 85% in one day because they publicized a news report about a partnership with OpenAI. So it went crazy. I've been in this business for a long time and I was there with all the dot-coms and you more so with cannabis recently, but 
don't you remember the Super Bowl? Well, maybe not, but the 2000 Super Bowl. And you had all these dot-com commercials. And the interesting part was right in March of 2000, that's when that tech bubble just crashed because people were just buying things without any substance of what the earnings were. They were just buying things to accelerate the price. The company wasn't earning anything. Hey, a lot of them weren't even real companies. They were like shells that just had a name and they knew that if they put this all out there in the world, people would buy the shares. That's what scares me about if someone just says, oh, I'm going to do a little research. First of all, you better have a lot of time on your hands yeah. to be able to do the kind of research to research 4,600 companies just in the U.S. to decide whether you should be investing in these companies. And then the other question we talk about is the bubble. Is there an actual bubble? Like once hey, people, you're already hearing that, right? Right. And a bubble, just for people to know, is things get so hot so quickly And then what does a bubble do eventually? It bursts. So a lot of the analysts don't think we're there at that bubble yet. But if people start thinking about maybe I should buy this hot stock or this hot stock. You could totally see that today. It's AI. It was cannabis five years ago, but probably even more recently, it was crypto and NFTs, which NFTs you haven't heard of in two years. People don't even know what they Uh, are anymore. It was the hottest thing. And let's not forget that a lot of this, the line of what is investing starts to get blurred because a lot of these crazes that we see come through in investing are really fueled by our human nature to not want to be left out and not want to be the person who didn't get rich off this thing. Or yeah, the FOMO. And you'd want to think that we're all sophisticated and well, when it's finances, we're going to think differently. But the reality is all that human nature and that psychological hurting effect of not wanting to be left out and having FOMO is real. And so you got to make sure you think about anytime you think about investing in anything to a concentrated degree. So something where you're going to say, I'm going to invest in AI stocks, or I'm going to invest in NFT stock, or whatever those things are, you have to think about, okay, what is the reason you are all of a sudden overweighting, that's what we would call it, putting extra of your assets into this one thing? Does it have an academic reasoning behind it? Does it actually have something that makes sense empirically, which means it has evidence and data that says, yeah, I should be extra in this thing in my overall allocation, or is it just a little bit of FOMO? FOMO's okay. It's okay to put a little bit of your money in this stuff, again, just to try it out, just like gambling. It's fun. You get to check it out. Not a problem. It's when you start really making big moves into certain things as opposed to having a diversified portfolio and using that as your true north for your investing. And because that is backed by empirical research and that does have decades of analysis and analytics that go into it. So overall, just to kind of bring things together, I would say when you think about investing in anything that's hot today, it's AI, but anything that's hot, you want to think about and realize that there's thousands of options and these companies know. It's the buzzword, and that if they attach it to the, whatever they're trying to sell, whatever their company is, they're going to sell stock or they're going to sell products. So picking which ones are going to be the winners is nearly impossible. The second thing is a lot of the companies that you probably already own and probably already invested in, they're going to be huge benefactors of new technology like AI because they have the capital to put into it, and they're going to buy a lot of these little companies that actually end Correct. up being successful. And that's what uh, you're hoping, right? You're hoping right. to be the one that they buy if you invested in it. And like you said before... If you want to keep the risk low, it shouldn't even be more than, they say 10%. Sometimes I think even lower than that. Yes. You want to throw a couple thousand dollars into some stocks to see how they do? Yeah. Good for you. Go knock yourself out. And you know what? 
it's fun yeah. and it's sexy versus us keeping our clients on track. And it's just something fun for them to, it's like a hobby. And it's okay. I always call it you know, yeah. scratching the itch. It's probably a little crude, but yeah. it's true. You get to feel like you did something. I'm in the AI thing. I'm in whatever. And, yeah. and I'm going to oh, benefit from it a little yeah. bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's okay. As long as you're not derailing your whole financial plan to chase the next hot thing, because I don't think AI is going to be the next NFTs, but I can just be gone in a year. It is going to change things. It probably is going to make our society different for sure. But it's something that you still shouldn't all of a sudden take a left turn on your entire investing to pursue. And since we got the Santa hats on, we have yes. to say- Santa's probably got a little bit of AI going oh, for so. him. I think so. It's a big job. Getting all those houses in one night, down those chimneys, you got to think AI is getting his- I mean, we can track him now, which his, I think His is- address list optimized so that, so he's got feet up, 7 a.m. he's back at the North Pole. I think he's hanging out, eating all his cookies, drinking his coffee. His warehouse is probably bigger than Amazon right now. I have no doubt. I think so. The North Pole Fulfillment Center? A lot of little guys walking around in red vests. That's it. Lots of helpers. Thank you for spending the time with us here. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Dollarize Podcast. If you are not yet subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We're on iTunes Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Amazon. We're on all of them. And if you subscribe, you're going to get a little notification every time we have a new episode and you will never, ever miss one. And we would love for that to happen. <laughs> Please subscribe. Have a very happy holiday. Happy, happy new holidays. Year, and we will catch you in 2024. We'll catch you. Be good. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dollar Wise Podcast. At HFM, our mission is to educate and empower our clients to make wise financial decisions. If you'd like to learn more, please visit us at hfmadvisors.com. The Dollar Wise Podcast is presented by HFM Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor firm. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer for sale or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. All investments involve risk and are not guaranteed. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as a recommendation appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.